a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. We're with you through all of this. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and I'm really excited to have our next guest back on the program. Uh, Joel Peterson's the chairman of JetBlue Airways, founding partner partner of Peterson Partners, a Salt Lake City-based investment management firm. Uh, also uh, teaches down at uh, Stanford, the MBA, uh, and uh, is just one of those experts on leadership uh, in a really unique way. Uh, his book, Entrepreneurial Leadership, The Art of Launching New Ventures, Inspiring Others, and Running Stuff. Uh, if you're looking for something to read uh, while you're home in quarantine, uh, it is a great read. Uh, with insight that will help you individually, in your family, in your community, and in your career. Uh, Joel, thanks for coming back. Great to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Boyd. Great to be back with you. Uh, the the principles that you share uh, in this book and principles that you've not just uh, shared around the world but lived and uh, practiced around the world uh, are so applicable to what we're dealing with right now. And uh, in your book, you talk about this uh, idea of the, the four essential base camps, uh, and how critical those are. And we talked about trust uh, last time we had you on the show. Uh, but I wanted to get into today some things uh, really centered in the uh, coronavirus and, and how we deal with some of that. Uh, and I want to talk about some of the uh, the mindset pieces in terms of what you radiate to the team, uh, starting with confronting the reality. Yeah, so I appreciate your saying this. You know, I thought uh, for a minute that this was the worst ever time to launch a book. <laughs> But uh, I actually think that we're going to re- everybody's going to re- be required to be entrepreneurial and be a leader as we sort our way through the issues. So uh, I think the first step in doing that is confronting reality. I mean, the facts on the ground um, are evolving. They've been a little bit unclear. We have models that haven't yet uh, told us exactly what we're dealing with. But everybody's going to have to adapt and adjust and reimagine their businesses and be flexible and do all the things that entrepreneurial leaders have to do. So I think it's going to turn all of us into uh, having a more entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah, absolutely. I I was just uh, this morning was uh, going back, looking at some different things historically, and uh, and actually ended up back in um, an old copy of uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, And, you know, that's a book that was written in 1937, and Napoleon Hill was talking about, hey, we're coming out of this Great Depression, six years of you know full economic collapse, and now's the time for new innovation. Now's the great time to, to expand and grow and do. Uh, how are you seeing that play out as we're in this new world of the uh, coronavirus? Well, I think the same thing. I think people are going to have to rethink uh, what it is they offer to customers. What do customers need? 
What do employees need, and how can we meet those needs? Americans are good at innovating. They're good at creating new things. They're good at executing. They're hardworking. And so I think we just have to have our ear to the ground, be open to new information, and I think there will be a lot of opportunities that come out of it. I think some industries will evolve rather dramatically. Others will be created out of this. Yeah, you've been such an innovator throughout your career, uh, and a lot of those have actually happened in, in some tough economies or some really tough situations. What are the lessons there? Well, I think uh, tough times are actually a great time to swim against the current. Uh, some entrepreneurs feel like, gosh, it's not a good time to raise money. I've actually found that uh, it's actually a great time. You can get people's ears, and if you have a great idea, uh, you're not, it's not so crowded. Things aren't so frothy. Um, and and uh, so there are opportunities that come with each uh, iteration in the marketplace. I always say there's a silver lining to every cloud, and uh, this is certainly a cloudy season, but it's always sunny above the clouds, as we say in the airline industry. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I want to get to this idea of, uh, of being action-oriented. I, I think there's a little bit of a uh, resignation to, hey, we just need to hunker down and do nothing. Uh, but you really focus on the fact that we need to be action-oriented and that we've got to make decisions. Yeah, I think making timely decisions. You know, you can agonize over things, which fundamentally is making a decision. It's just not often the, the right one. So I think making decisions um, and then being willing to change them. Uh, without recrimination, I think one of the terrible things that happens when people are making decisions under conditions of uncertainty is they're bound to make mistakes. And I think if we punish each other for those, I think we uh, we actually can destroy enterprises. We can destroy the spirit and the relationship between uh, really highly productive people. So I think you have to make you have to make decisions. You have to make them as timely as possible. You have to be willing to rethink them, and then you have to have no recriminations. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea of no recriminations and, and really that we're not after perfection because, we're again, it's such a dynamic, changing world. Uh, I think uh, whether that's national politics or local politics, doesn't matter what side of the aisle anybody falls on. Uh, if we can learn those two things, that we're, we're not about perfection and we've got to get past that recrimination. We can't just hold everything uh, on a decision that was made three months ago that now is, is, was either wrong or now is irrelevant. Exactly. And I think there's really no point in looking back and assigning blame. We've got too many uh, hills to climb in front of us, too many things we need to do and too much we need to communicate on. The other thing that I've found, Boyd, is it's really important to be kind uh, to one another during these times. And that's part of the no recrimination uh, model. But, you know, I've just found that people are vulnerable. There are people that you can help. Uh, you can give blood. You can... Uh, reimagine sort of your business. Uh, you can drop notes to people, check up on them. There's a lot of wonderful things that can happen between people in times of crises. Oh, I, I love that. I, I love what uh, Mayor Aaron Mendenhall said here in Salt Lake City. She was talking about the need for social distance. She said, but we can't abandon social grace. Uh, and that yeah. kindness that you're talking about is is so important. Uh, if you're just joining us, we've got Joel Peterson on the line. Joel is the author of Entrepreneurial Leadership. Uh, he's the chairman of JetBlue and is a uh, an entrepreneur and uh, was the founding partner of Peterson Partners here in Salt Lake City. And, uh, Joel, I wanted to get to a, a, a area that I've really been fascinated and really been watching close throughout uh, all of the things that have happened over the last couple of months, and that's this area of communication, uh, before, during, after, 
from a leadership standpoint, what are the communication keys that we should be doing, again, whether that's in our business, our community, or in our own families? Yeah, well, I think the main thing is you can't communicate too much, uh, particularly uh, being attuned to communicating bad news as well as good news and communicating before, during, and after events. And I think the most important kind of communication uh, we engage in is listening. I don't know if you've ever uh, been with somebody who you can tell is quiet uh, only long enough for you to stop talking so they can make their point. They're not really listening to capture what it is you've said. And I think the really great communicators, as well as the really great salespeople Mm. in this world, are great listeners. They listen to understand pain, problems, issues, and then they adapt. And so I think communicating is particularly important in times like these and and listening as a part of communicating. uh, Listening is such a a vital thing. Again, as I was looking back through things uh, this morning, uh, I, I, I cut a little clip of uh, uh, Rex Lee when uh, Rex Lee, of course, was the Solicitor General under Reagan, uh, was president of Brigham Young University here in Utah, uh, and a great communicator. I mean, he, he argued more cases before the Supreme Court than anybody, uh, and yet every significant photo or statue of Rex Lee has him in a in a listening pose. He's, he's taking it in. Yeah. I thought, man, this great communicator was, was really the master listener. Well, and I think you'll find the same thing of the great salespeople in this world is they're not out pushing product. They're listening to customers' needs, and then they're solving those needs. And if you think about sales that way, it's a lot more fun. Oh, that's, uh, that is great. Yeah, our, the sales uh, definitely. I uh, want to wrap up. We've got just about a minute to go here. Again, we're with Joel Peterson. Uh, if you're looking for something to engage your brain and your heart and your soul in uh, during uh, the weekend coming up here, Entrepreneurial Leadership by Joel Peterson uh, is just fantastic. Uh, give us a, a final thought, Joel. Uh, again, you're you're not only one of the great listeners, you're one of the great observers out there in the business world. You watch those trends. You watch how people navigate difficult situations. Uh, any other principles or strategies that you've been thinking, wow, that really is applicable to what we're dealing with today? Well, I, I think uh, we're dealing with a uh, with something that is frightening everyone. I'm, I'm rereading these biographies of Churchill and the bombing of London and how bleak the world looked at that point in time and how optimistic and determined he was. And the same thing with the British people. They loved him and they loved him walking through the, these bombed out cities with them. They loved the inspiration he gave them and, I, and they came together in a way that you couldn't imagine. And I think we have to do that to as Americans, and we're totally capable of that. Um, so we, we just need to remain optimistic and think about the silver lining in the cloud. All right. Fantastic. Joel Peterson, thanks so much for joining us on Insights Sources today. Always appreciate your perspective, your leadership, uh, and all the good that you do out there in the world. Thanks so much for joining us today. Great to be with you, Boyd. All right. And that's Joel Peterson, uh, chairman of JetBlue Airways, founding partner of Peterson Partners here in Salt Lake City. Uh, And just a a great read. Uh, So many wonderful principles and so many applicable principles to what we're dealing with right here, right now. And uh, Joel mentioned this idea of dealing with uncertainty uh, and that the the need for us to be kind, the the need for us to over communicate good news and bad news. The idea that we need to allow people to make decisions without perfection and without recrimination. Uh, If that's an outcome 
of this coronavirus, that we're a little more tolerant, that we're a little more understanding, that we enable people to not be perfect and not be recrimin- have recrimination for decisions, uh, that'll really move the country forward in a significant way. All right, we're going to step aside. Uh, much, much more to come here on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.